Have you ever been dating someone and you just get this like gut feeling that maybe something isn't right, you're not sure what it is, nothing really makes sense, maybe he looks good on paper, but you just have this like little nagging fear and then maybe you even kind of try to talk yourself out of it like, oh, I'm just being paranoid. Oh, I'm just so afraid. I wouldn't, I, I've met a great guy and I've met such jerks in the past that this guy's really great and now I don't know what to do about it. Well, most of the time that gut feeling is trying to warn you. That's your internal warning system. And that's what we're going to talk about on this episode of Wonderful Life. How to do your homework so that you can protect yourself from dangerous guys. I'm Mary Dittman. For years, I struggled with being unhappy because I'm single and I don't want to be. But I've learned how to be happy while I'm single. If you're ready to find peace as a single woman, you're ready for a wonderful life. Hi, I'm Mary Dittman. I'm an award-winning business professor on the collegiate level and the creator of College on Fleek and Wonderful Life. Wonderful Life is my way of describing how it feels when you've made peace with being single. I know some women really enjoy being single. I'm not one of them. I've always wanted to be married and have a family, but I'm well over 40. I've never been married and I don't have any children. And for a long time, that was really a source of sadness for me because part of my definition of a fulfilled life includes being a wife and a mother. But it wasn't happening. And I really just wanted to be happy and I realized I needed to make peace with being single. And that's what Wonderful Life is about. It's about being happy while you're single, even if you're not happy because you're single. Hey, remember when Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson were dating and they were getting tattoos and buying rings and pets and moving in together and, you know, before we could even just get used to the idea, they broke up. And whirlwind courtships sound really fun and romantic, and if you've ever been in one, they, they are a whirlwind. But my experience with whirlwind courtships has been that they usually end in disaster. Now, I do know one couple who had a pretty whirlwind courtship, and they've been married now for seven or eight years. They seem to be doing okay, but I'm gonna say that they are the exception and not the rule. And I love how people get ESP all of a sudden. It's like, they don't know, they don't see anything coming down the pipeline at all. They can't foresee any consequences of anything, but all of a sudden they meet someone and they're like, I just know it's the right thing. And how many of us, when we have started dating someone have been like, he's just a great guy. Like he's so nice. He's really a good guy. Well, guess what? Everybody seems good when you first meet them, unless they're really a complete douchebag. And a lot of times men are rushing things and that's a red flag for one of two reasons. Number one, it shows that he has poor impulse control. But number two, and this one is what you have to watch out for, many times men are rushing things because they wanna hurry up and get married and get you legally committed to them because they're hiding something. One of my girlfriends had a whirlwind courtship with a guy, she married him after three months and it took her about a year, but she learned about his very serious felony criminal record. And she was really upset that he didn't tell her about it, but I found it in one Google search. Now, I didn't know her when she was single or I would have told her that. But if she would have even just Googled him, she would have found it. A lot of times women feel like they're being sneaky or suspicious if they start 
checking out someone that they're going out with. But if you wanted to get an apartment, certainly if you want to get a mortgage or a car, they're going to run your credit. A job is going to check your references. If you want to go to graduate school, they're going to ask you for letters of recommendation. I mean, if you want someone to babysit your kids, you probably ask around for someone who can give you a good reference. And if you're gonna try the new sushi, the new sushi place, you probably go on Yelp and find one with good reviews. But all of a sudden, when we meet someone that wants to be in our lives, and we're gonna let him into our home, into our life, maybe if you have kids into your children's lives, you're gonna let this guy into your body. And all of a sudden it's like, well, I don't wanna like poke around and, you know, dig up dirt or something. I don't wanna be all suspicious and make him think I don't trust him. What I'm saying is you shouldn't trust him until you know you can trust him. And going with this, like, I just feel I can trust him. You can't rely on that. And the reason is sociopaths and psychopaths are very charming. They're very smooth. Frequently they have good jobs. They're usually pretty energetic and upbeat and optimistic. I mean, listen, Ted Bundy back in the day, the way that he was able to kill so many women was he was very charming and he he kept some things in his car he kept like a fake cast for his arm and a pair of crutches i mean you can imagine if some really good looking guy came up to you at the beach and said you know hey i'm here by myself and i'm trying to get my um jet ski out of the water but it's a two-seater it's really heavy could you just help me like pull it up on the beach i mean you, most women would be like oh sure and he's cute and he's good looking and he seems so nice and then, you know, as soon as he's got you around the corner, you're in the trunk of his car. And that's exactly how Ted Bundy operated. Now, I'm not trying to say that every potential man you meet is a sociopath, but there are a number of them out there and you've got to watch out for them. A lot of times you think, well, I'll be able to spot someone who's dangerous. No, you won't. And this is why I recommend doing a background check. Now you can do a background check on the internet and don't bulk. I mean, most of them, a decent background check, you're gonna pay anywhere from 20 to $75. It's worth it. I mean, you'll spend more on that on your nails or your pedicure or your hair so that you look good. Isn't it worth that much to keep yourself safe? And especially if you have children. I would not let anyone around my children that I had not done a thorough background check on. And what if you do a background check and you're like, well, shoot, the only thing this guy has is some parking tickets or speeding tickets. If, if he has like one or two traffic violations from, you know, 10 years ago, that's not a big deal. I wouldn't necessarily worry about that. But when you see excessive traffic violations, it could be speeding tickets, it could be parking tickets, it could be moving or non-moving violations. That is a huge red flag. And most experts in the area of uh, psychology and psychopathy and criminal behavior will tell you that one of the biggest red flags you could ever have would be excessive traffic violations. The Las Vegas shooter uh, a couple of years ago had no criminal record at all but he had many, many traffic violations and speeding tickets. That is a red flag because it shows a disregard for the law and it shows that the person believes that they can do whatever they want to do. And it also shows poor impulse control, 
which is a characteristic of sociopaths. And you need to know, has this guy declared bankruptcy? Has he been married? How many times has he been married? Is he still married? And the key is to get to know somebody slowly. Don't let him move in. Don't marry him. Don't let him around your kids and your family if you haven't known him for a while and do a background check. And listen, if you have to, hire a private investigator. Now they're more expensive, but they have access to more resources and therefore they can find more information. Plus they have time because you're paying them. They have time to go dig things up and find what you need to know. And listen, who are this guy's friends? What's his work history? What is his criminal background? I'm always wary of men who are rushing things in a relationship and moving really quickly. And a lot of times they'll say, well, I'm just, I'm just so smitten by you. I don't want you to get away. I just can't get enough of you. And of course, most women, that's, we love to hear that. But if a man is really rushing things, it's normally for one of two reasons. One, he has poor impulse control. And so he just wants what he wants and, and he's not disciplined enough to pace the relationship to get you to get to know you slowly. I mean, if a guy says to you like on the first date, I just know that you're gonna love my daughter and she's gonna love you too. Uh, to me, that would be a huge red flag. He's probably not a very attentive or disciplined father because he's just met somebody and he's already talking about introducing you to his child. Now, maybe it's just talk but I would not want a man to introduce me to his child on the first three dates because he doesn't know me. That would make me question his parenting, frankly. But the second reason men will rush things, like I said earlier, is because they have something to hide and they want to get connected with you because they want a place to live, they want access to your money, they want access to your credit, they have some kind of a tax lien or wrecked credit of their own and you're gonna get saddled with that. Sometimes they want access to your children. Sometimes they just want control. And listen, I know that this is a scary thing to think about, but as women, we have to be careful and we have to be aware of what's around us. And listen, in case you're thinking, well, how would you feel if someone ran a background check on you? I'd be fine with it. I don't have anything to hide. I don't have any crimes in my background. I haven't been married and divorced. Uh, if I had, I would certainly say that. I don't have anything to hide. So anybody who wants to run a background check on me is fine. I don't have anything to hide. They can run a credit check on me. That's no problem. Don't be afraid to protect yourself. Predators look for women who are lonely, or sad or grieving or heartbroken. And a lot of times when you're over 40 and you're single and you don't wanna be single, that's apparent. Um, you know, like me, I mean, I think that sometimes perhaps in the past I would put off a vibe that was I was sad or that I was lonely or that I, I just wanted to be with somebody, I just wanted to be married. And listen, psychopaths pick up on that stuff. They have radar that allows them to really read people and they'll pick up on that and they'll zero in on you. They'll say everything that you wanna hear and, and then you're just like putty in their hands. And I'm gonna tell you, some of these guys are really dangerous and I'm speaking from experience because I dated somebody and when I became aware of his criminal background and then 
I ended the relationship because he's really scary and his behavior was criminal and recent. And so I ended the relationship and then he proceeded to harass and stalk me and terrify me. And he recently started back up again. So I'm just telling you, these guys are out there and they have all kinds of jobs. They can be school teachers, doctors, CEOs, attorneys. They might be police officers. It doesn't really matter. I mean, you can't tell on the outside. You know, you think I'm gonna recognize a sociopath because he's gonna be wearing like the hockey mask like Jason from the movie. No, so you can do whatever you want to with that, but I'm just telling you, when I'm gonna hire somebody, I do a background check. And when I'm taking applications for the most important position ever, which would be husband or boyfriend, you can believe I'm gonna be running a background check. Now, Wonderful Life is a dialogue, not a monologue, and we wanna hear from you. What do you think about running a background check on one of your suitors? Put that in the comments and let us know how you feel about that. And maybe you've been through this experience and you're trying to get over a broken heart yourself. If that's the case, then you might wanna check out our ABCs of Healing. So if you just go to bit.ly forward slash ABCs of Healing, we'll send that right out to you immediately. And remember, you can check out wonderfullife.com. We post a new blog every Friday. We have a lot of great stuff there for you. And remember to join us next time right here on Wonderful Life.